This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. You're listening to episode 15. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Of the In Between podcast, where you will hear conversations on marriage, parenting, faith, and everything in between. Your host, Christina M. And my name is Daniel M. <laughs> I thought you weren't ever going to sing that song. I thought you hated it. Oh, I do hate it. <laughs> but, you know, we try to be helpful on the In Between podcast. So That's I thought true. I'd share my wounds. Well, I guess it's not a wound anymore because we got married. <laughs> Scab? I, scar? Scar? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Why don't, you, why don't you let our audience know what we're talking about here? Right. So um, for those who um, are familiar with our story, we did share a, a little bit of how we met on episode three in uh, the topic, how to not hate your in-laws. So um, if you haven't checked that episode out, please do. That's at inbetween.org backslash episode three. And just a quick summary for those who haven't heard it, uh, Daniel and I met on a missions trip, and uh, but we lived on opposite sides of the country. So when it was over, uh, the group from my college came together. We were doing like a little talent show, whatever. And we sang that song, Leaving on a Jet Plane. Oh, man. And I did not want you to leave on a jet plane. <laughs> I was like, I like this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. So when you guys sang that, I was already sad. And then you guys sang that. And it was just like, I hate that song yeah. so much. I think maybe in the like 12 years that we've been together, maybe we've heard that like three other times so yes. i'm surprised you busted it out yeah well you know doing something new every day <laughs> right. <laughs> well today we're going to talk about travel hacks for flying and this is fun because on episode eight we talked about road trip hacks and while living in north america it's interesting because we've typically i, I guess everywhere we've lived when we've lived in North America, we've been drivable to one side of the family and we had to fly to the other. Yeah, we had no choice. So that's why on episode eight, we gave you some of our, I guess, road tested experience. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of them today. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and today we want to talk about some travel hacks, travel advice. Uh, some are similar, but most don't really cross over between road trips and traveling. So I guess we'll get going, hey? All right. Yeah. So this, Daniel, you are, I have to say, an expert in this area, um, mostly because you are always looking for hacks of ways to save money. Mm. And I appreciate that, especially when it comes to flying um, and trips and whatnot, because um, we frequently do them. And let's be honest, the only reason I do it that way is because vacations are really expensive and I want to go on a vacation right. and and we want to see our family we do right I don't <laughs> think it's by choice necessarily that we live far away from both sides of the family it's just where God has called us um, for this time and so but we really do value family we really want our kids to know their grandparents and their cousins and aunts and uncles and so we really make it an effort to try to see um, each side of the family once a year maybe once every other year if you know, things are busy or things are tight. So. Yeah, precisely. So what we typically try to do is every Christmas we'll rotate between your side and my side. Mm -hmm. So at a minimum, every two years, we ought to fly to Vancouver 
from Nashville, which is like, if we paid in cash, it'd be about $3,000. Are you serious? Over, over Christmas. Yeah, it'd be that. Ow. So so there's that we're saving for. And also, I mean, because every time we have a vacation, we typically see family. Sometimes we want to do something else. And no in our, to our family. Yeah. <laughs> and in our almost 12 years of marriage, we haven't really been able to do much of that. But last fall, we actually went to Disneyland all together. Mm-hmm. And we pretty much only paid the taxes on the plane tickets the hotel was free car was free i mean the the airplane tickets it was just the taxes on that and we paid for food Mm -hmm. and and obviously the disneyland tickets which we also got for a little bit of a discount because we are canadian yes (laughs) (laughs) so all that to say what we're about to share with you is we really do hope that it's that you get to go on vacation with your family and and honestly for us it's not like a Every two months or multiple times a year, we're going off and gallivanting around the world. It really is a something that doesn't happen too often for us mm-hmm. as a family, and and we so we're kind of plugging away at it. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you never really vacation together, maybe this is going to be something that will help you to do it. Maybe this year, maybe in a couple of years, yeah. and you don't have to feel the pressure. I, I find, and and I wanted to give that caveat because sometimes. We get so obsessed with looking at Instagram and Facebook and we'll see our friends going on vacations and doing that. And sometimes mm-hmm. it can we can feel bad about ourselves. And it's like, am I not making enough money? Am I not treating my family well Why enough? Why can't I do this? Why is this person doing that? Yeah. So we just wanted to give some realistic expectation on that. And we just want to help. Okay, great. Right. So let's get into it. Okay. What can we do about credit cards? I think sometimes that feels like a swear word or something to some people. So, um, all right. What can we do with a credit card other than racking up a huge bill? (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) precisely. So this first part is really about how to fly for cheap or free because we have done that. I mean, last time we went to Vancouver that I just paid the taxes on the tickets. So it was about 150 bucks for all five of our tickets. The same with going to Disneyland as well. And credit cards is one are, are one of the fastest ways to get points to travel for cheap or for free. Now, the caveat is for us, we've always had credit cards and we've done it to take advantage of the points, but we've made sure to always pay down our debt. Mm-hmm. Always. So at the end of every month, we always pay down our balance. And this whole point that we're about to share with you about credit cards, that is the big caveat. Yes. Right. And I know for some of you, you do have a month to month credit card debt. If that's you, then I'd encourage you to try to pay it down as quick as possible. Or what you could actually do is there are some of these airline um, that I'll I'll recommend. There are some of these credit cards where you could do a balance transfer and they'll give you a 0% uh, rate for about six months or seven months. And then you could actually get some points from that. So if if you do have credit card debt and your credit card doesn't have any points attached to it, to help you travel, mm-hmm. well, find one that does and transfer your balance, especially if they sometimes they do give that 0% mm-hmm. transfer rate. Oh, that's a great point. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So that's that's the first thing. And I mean, if you want to, we, we do talk about some money saving hacks on episode five. So you can be sure to go there and download that episode to learn a little bit more about that. But in regards to which credit card to use, if you are in the States, we would recommend the Southwest credit card. 
Now, and why is that? Yeah, so it's interesting because there's Southwest, American Airlines, United. I mean, all the airlines have their own credit cards. But when I examined all the point systems out there, Southwest actually gives you the most bang for your buck when it comes to point redemption, mm-hmm. how you you know earning points, and just the, their points seem to be worth the most amount of money. I told you he did a lot of research, guys. (laughs) I did. And (laughs) and even some of these other credit cards where it's like, oh, you know, get a hundred thousand points. Well you gotta realize what can a hundred thousand points actually get you. Sounds like a lot. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a lot, but obviously it's inflated. So the interesting thing about all of the airlines out there and, and all fly I mean I typically fly Southwestern American Airlines because that's another tip where you really have to stick to a few airlines. If you travel often, mm-hmm. stick to a few airlines because that's a way to, to rack up points. And, and the, the higher status you have, you actually earn points faster and they give you more mm. the more you spend. So, it, I mean, it makes sense for them, right? They want loyalty. But if you are in the States, we would recommend Southwest. Okay. And uh, if you go to our show notes in between.org backslash episode 15, and if you don't have the Southwest credit card, we have a link for you where if you if you use that link to sign up for a credit card, you'll actually receive 50,000 points oh, wow. okay. with Southwest, which honestly, 50,000 points is about two round trip tickets across the country. Really? Yeah. Just like that? Yeah. So you get that and... I mean, full disclosure, we get points if you use our link. Mm-hmm. So help us go to Vancouver this Christmas. No, <laughs> seriously. we'll help you go somewhere too. Don't you worry. Yeah, because seriously, <laughs> we are trying to get to Vancouver this winter and it, it's, it's a lot of points. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying hard. So quick question for um, our listeners. Is there a fee to that credit card as well? Or is that a free, like you just, you know, use it? So most credit cards that have a valuable point redemption system require an annual fee. And is that like hundreds of dollars? Yeah, I mean, about, the Southwest or? one, I think, is like 99 bucks or something like that. It's it's pretty inconsequential if you use it for everything. OK, yeah. Yeah, so because we basically getting put, like free plane tickets. 99 yeah, isn't, isn't exactly. Bad. And when you and, and honestly, I've, I've done the math here. If you use that credit card for everything you purchase, like literally everything, mm-hmm. bills, food going out like every single mm-hmm. thing we can p- buy on a credit card we'll put it on that credit card because they give a good i mean every dollar you spend you get points mm-hmm. so that's a way that you can rack it up really fast that way right but once again a caveat and the asterisk is we do pay it off every month yeah so there's no point for someone thinking hey i'm gonna charge everything to my credit card so i can fly somewhere for free and then you look next month and you have like twenty thousand dollars in debt yeah because (laughs) credit card interest rates are really high and if you don't pay it off then yeah you can get it in a a real hole so that, Mm -hmm. that really is a good caveat now if you're in canada I would recommend doing a cashback credit card or a travel reward card rather than one of the airline ones. Oh, and the so that's reason, a big difference. Yeah, and the reason I do that is because Air Canada and WestJet, uh, and, I, and I've heard recently there's a new airline that recently popped up in Canada, but Air Canada and WestJet, which are the, the two major ones, it's, they have a monopoly. And the point redemption system isn't really as good as it could be. Hmm. So if you do, I I know like you could, Amex has good reward cards in Canada, or even if you do a cashback one, you could kind of save that money and put it to your travel bank account. Mm -hmm. That'll, That'll help you move toward that. But that way you can actually shop the deals 
on either airline and find the one that works best for you. But okay. I would recommend doing a quick Google search to see what's the best credit cards recently in Canada. But in the States, it definitely is Southwest. Okay, great. I loved how you included um, the States and Canada because yeah. we have listeners all over the world. And we so. have, li- I'm sorry for everyone in, in Korea and all the other countries Europe that listen in. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Right. But we probably do have listeners who are really, really knowledgeable in that. If you guys want to drop us. um, Yeah. Drop us a line on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at in between show. We'll be sure to, to, to share your wisdom with everyone else as well. Okay. So uh, following up, that's great for credit cards and it, it almost sounds like Southwest has paid us to plug them during this episode. Would be okay if whoever's out there, hello, would be okay with that. (laughs) It's true, because I'm going to be talking about Southwest a few more times. In fact, in my book, No Silver Bullets, I do talk about Southwest as one of my illustrations. And they only send you coupons for like, I don't know, free peanuts or something. (laughs) Peanuts are free for everyone. Step up your game, Southwest. (laughs) I hope you're listening. Yeah. So once again, in regards to points, that's why we started off with credit cards because the credit cards are going to help you get points especially if you do a credit card with an airline if you do a rewards one or a cashback one then obviously the points one is a different idea Mm -hmm. and if you do want to rack up the points then once again southwest does have the best rate but what i'd recommend is you actually look at if you do the southwest one or if you do any other credit card most credit cards have shopping websites attached to them oh yeah so here's an example if you are a southwest credit card owner you can actually go to rapidrewardsshopping.southwest.com and honestly delta american airlines all these guys i used to do it when we had the air canada when we did air canada Mm -hmm. points as well but all them have their own websites where you could actually if you're gonna go buy something at best buy Right. Or you're going to do your taxes with TurboTax or you're going to go buy something at Old Navy or Target or Lowe's or Walmart or Home Depot, Sephora, any of these places. You could actually go to that website, click the link for Target through that, and Mm -hmm. then it'll actually bring you into Target's website with a special Southwest referral code. Okay. And what that'll actually do is every dollar you spend they'll actually give you a Southwest point. So think about like this. If you went and let's say Home Depot right now is one point for every dollar spent and Mm -hmm. you spent $100 at Home Depot, you'd get $100 from the Southwest shopping app. Uh And if you bought that on your Southwest credit card, you would also get points from your credit card towards Southwest. So you double up. Yeah. Yeah. And you just, you just, yeah, (laughs) BOGO. (laughs) So for those who, uh, I mean, honestly, it makes sense to go with an airline one because you can really go fast Mm -hmm. in racking up your points. Oh, that's wonderful. I need to do that more often. Yeah, for sure. Because I think it's a little bit, let's be honest, it's a little bit inconvenient, but I think the payout is worth it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, before we go to travel hacks while flying, because Christina, you have a time, I know I'm I'm speaking quite a bit this first section. Because he's way more knowledgeable (laughs) than I am in this. And we're going to get to travel hacks while flying. And what what you can do with kids to to move forward in that. What I did what I did want to share is just a few tips on booking tickets. 
Mm -hmm. All right. When to book tickets, how to book tickets, just to maximize your flight because they have their algorithms and they'll change their flights here and there and their prices and such and such. But Mm -hmm. I've noticed a few things as I've traveled um, on an airplane for work quite a bit recently since moving down to the state. This episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership. At Bow, we believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills. They offer wisdom for dealing with ministry pitfalls, current biblical issues, health for your own soul, and insights for shepherding others well. In addition, BOW offers Bible studies designed to connect women of multiple generations. They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org. All right, so here's the first thing. If you know you're going to be traveling and it's it's a trip that you're going to be going on as a family, don't book less than six weeks out and don't book months and months and months in advance. Really? Oh, that hurts my like planning heart. I would just kind of want to book the tickets and like know that it's done and over with, choose yeah. my seats and that's that. Yeah, exactly. So that's if, not smart? Yeah, no, I mean, if you oh. book too far out, now I'm talking like if you book like six to eight months out, uh-huh. you're going to be paying full price. I mean, the airlines have no, they don't care about six to eight months out because you're going to, you, you have something set on mine and, and you have your your dates and you want to go so just go they're not going to give you any deals on that Hmm. that kind of (laughs) seems backwards to me it's almost like i'm helping you i'm buying seats from you yeah but if you but if you put yourself in the airline shoes they're thinking hey how do we sell out all our planes true and they're not worried about selling out their planes eight months out they're worried about hey in the next month how do we make sure every seat is sold on these airplanes now, here's the other thing. If you book like less than six weeks out, you might get a really good flash deal. Right. But if you're going as a family, that's really stressful. Yes, I can imagine how stressed I would be. So and you got to outweigh the costs, right? Mm. Sometimes, I mean, is a little bit of stress worth getting a great deal? Or I don't know. You already know my personality. I've booked like a year to advance. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, so just a few things to consider as you're watching the prices, as you're booking the tickets. Another thing to think about is look on all the different travel sites, compare the prices, and because sometimes it is cheaper through that. But if you find a ticket and you have a, you know, you have the itinerary and you have the price, actually go to the airlines website and put in the same information and see what the price is because sometimes the deal is actually better especially if you're racking up points through that website mm-hmm. sometimes the deal will be better if you book directly it's it yeah but sometimes not so right you just gotta kind of play around with it a yeah, little bit. yeah the other thing is when you're booking your tickets early morning and late at night tend to be cheaper uh, now i'm not talking about the the time you buy the ticket Oh, yeah, because okay. I, I mean, I have heard that buying a ticket midday is when it's cheapest. OK, but I can't prove that. I just read that. Right. But 
if you look at the best times to fly, Mm -hmm. early morning and late at night are the cheapest. Midday flights tend to be less busy, though. Okay. And a better flying experience going through security and all that. Yeah. But they tend to be more expensive because you're paying for kind of being able to sleep in and, and just a little bit more relaxation mm-hmm. in and through the whole, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you're paying more for the experience. Yeah, precisely. Um, so another little thing I've heard, and I, don't, I can't attest to this, I don't know if you've heard this, Daniel, is that sometimes if you book to fly in and out of your airport on like a Tuesday or Wednesday, that's cheaper. Have you heard that one? Yeah, I mean, it, that definitely, you can... I, th- I think airlines have switched things around recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, they and and the reason why, I mean, they know we're trying to game the system and all that stuff too. So keeping us on our toes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it really depends on what promotions they're running. But do do look at it. Do look at it um, from a few months out. All right. Well, thank you, Daniel, for all that information. Like that's really, really helpful. And I hope um, that if you guys have any questions or whatnot, that you'll reach out. Don't reach out to me. (laughs) Reach out specifically to Daniel. But that's at the same place at In Between Show Mm -hmm. on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We would love to try to help you um, get the most bang for your buck. Yeah. So let's now talk about while you're flying. Okay, so if you're flying and precisely with kids or specifically with kids, it's a little bit more challenging and stressful than if you go yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, completely. Um, And I think that's the right mindset to have that this is not going to be like I traveled myself last year um, just to Canada and it was like man, I just could go and grab my own snacks when I wanted to. And there was a delay for four hours actually at the airport. And I brought out my own coloring book and I was reading. And to my like right side of me, I saw this mom by herself with four kids yeah, <laughs> and like entertaining these kids for four hours as they're waiting. Plus the flight. I was like, bless her heart. So yeah, I was like, let me know if I can help in any way. Trust me. I, I kind of know how this feels. Mm. So we, We've um, flown quite a bit, like Daniel has said, and there's just been a few things that we have um, just learned along the way that have made life easier for everybody. So the first one would be to um, get everyone, especially the kids, rolling luggage. So they have those like little backpacks um, that they have that you could wear and then you can also like roll. So this is just really um, so that the kids kind of have something to do during the airport as well that yeah. they're like this is a little game that they are in oh, charge of their own totally luggage. totally is mm-hmm. i mean even when it comes to packing i mean you ask them to pack their own stuff in those little suitcases right and it's it's like everyone has a rolling suitcase at the airport so they kind of feel grown up and yes yeah. and obviously they're getting tons of like sweet like looks and smiles yeah, from exactly. everybody else <laughs> which they bask in the glory of everybody's like attention or whatnot um and so they really enjoy that and to say that yeah we do ask them to pack all their fun stuff but we also do a test that they need to be able to carry and to roll their own stuff so Mm. if it is way too full or way too heavy then it's like you know what mommy and daddy have their hands full so you have to do your part so it's either you know 
choose something else that's lighter or you got to unpack a little bit. Yeah. Now, in our episode on travel hacks for road trips, Christina, you had this thing where you would pack a lot of different surprises. Mm -hmm. And depending on the age, when they're younger, you would wrap them up. And and as they get older, it would be a little bit of a different experience. But you would you would do that so that the time would go and and it would just be entertaining for them and and mix things up. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest on the airplane along those same lines? I would still do the same thing, but I would really, really simplify um, what you bring because what you bring is what you have to carry. (laughs) And really, you know how close those seats are. So when you're sitting down and your drink tray is out and you're trying to get like a kid wants like a a different snack Mm. or you want to surprise them with a toy or whatnot, uh, like can you, okay, I have to put my, can I put my drink on your tray? I have to put my drink up and then reaching down and whatnot. And then the drink spill. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, like (laughs) really guys? No. So really, really try to choose a couple things that you know the kids will love and also um you know some snacks that are easy to open and that you know is not gonna spill everywhere Mm -hmm. right so yeah yeah like lego do not Mm -hmm. bring lego on an airplane Mm -hmm. (laughs) do not bring balls on an airplane no no marbles nothing (laughs) that's gonna like anything small that can fall on the ground and where you have to tap the person in front of you to be like, excuse me, something. Right. Or anything fair. that makes noise. Yeah. Oh, Do yeah. them a favor. Take everybody else around you. Take out those batteries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, the other thing to do is to bring your own devices. Now, there once was a day where a lot of airplanes had no screens and then, you know, you, everyone kind of shared those screens all the way through. And then. Oh, they're, they're I kinda, forgot about yeah, and then And then there came a day where. Now, there were screens on the back of every seat, and some airplanes still have that. If you're flying international, they typically always have that Mm -hmm. on the large airplanes. But if you're flying domestic these days, I mean, traveling in the States is so different with the big airlines. The major airlines, they're just going to their hubs. And then from the hubs, you take a little regional puddle jumper uh, or a smaller plane to where you need to go. So a lot of these places don't have that. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do is bring your own device. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means, you know, phones or iPads or get them loaded up with with your TV shows. I mean, Netflix, you can download your shows. Mm-hmm. Amazon Prime as well. You can download those. So you can you can definitely do that if you don't want to buy, buy the episodes mm-hmm. and all that. But also there are some airlines where you can actually... Like Southwest, you can actually watch Southwest TV, but you have to do it through your phone, through the in-flight Wi-Fi. And then they're controlling the one, the you know shows that you're watching, right? Yeah, yeah. So which can be great or not so great depending on your kids' yeah. um, preferences. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yes. So another one is I know it's a simple one, but do not forget your earphones, and especially like make sure that the earphones that your children have are comfortable because I know yes. like our little one he hates those little like ear buddy thingies mm-hmm. or whatnot to put in his ear he like freaks out and so and then he wants they fall out and then he can't hear and so he's so upset so um maybe for the little ones get the big you know the big honking ones yeah that go oh, like all over over the, whole over the head mm-hmm. yeah yep and and Test out a few different ones. I mean, it's not really, I I wouldn't, I know sometimes buying earphones at the beginning can be pretty expensive, but look online, look for some good deals. And I mean, it's, it's a good investment because they're going to want earphones when they get older anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. 
Now, the next thing that we wanted to talk about was just the whole idea of sanitation, not sanitation, sanitary, just keeping clean, healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember airplanes are gross. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, there is a TED talk where one of my friends and I and he travels, quite, he travels way more than I do. But we were actually talking about this TED talk where uh, there is this person trying to come up with this new invention on airplane circulation systems oh. and how the airplane circulation system, you know, when you turn the vent on, it's mm-hmm. actually just recycled air and everything's getting recycled oh, within the airplane. <laughs> now, it's better than nothing, but it, it? it yeah, well, especially <laughs> when it's hot. I mean, True. it is better than nothing. True. But the the TED talk was just talking about having the ventilation systems actually coming through the sides and under the seat. So ventilation would happen, but it wouldn't. It would just and and the, there would actually be filters in mm. and through it, but it's just we're I mean, not there yet. Yeah, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And, well, this um, hits close to home because, like Daniel had mentioned, that he does travel quite a bit, and there was a period of probably I would say three or four months, especially during you know the flu season and stuff, um, that every time he would come home from a trip, he would be sick, and he wouldn't just leave it to himself. He's such a you know loves us so much that he wants to share his germs and so he would get us sick so we would be sick we would be sick he would go off we would get better he would be at or he pick something back up from an airplane bring it back and share with it again and I think we were all done being sick and so I actually reached out on my own personal Facebook and I said listen what is happening what do we need to do Um, to make sure that Daniel isn't sharing his germs with us anymore. And more importantly, like as he's traveling, that he's going to be healthy. Hmm. I had probably like 50 or 60 different comments come back. Yeah, it was crazy. And what, like I said before, what I realized are airplanes are disgusting. (laughs) Did you know that in between like flights, they don't clean anything other than the bathrooms? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Because I sat on airplanes in between flights. Oh, and you yeah. saw. But I always thought, you know, like the um, little uh, drink trays or yeah. whatever, I thought they would wipe them down. They don't have time. No. But yeah. then I was like, oh, like we put our snacks on there. We're touching it You're and right. like the seatbelts and everything. And I know we sound like germaphobes, but when you think about it, you know, if somebody else was sick who's sitting there before, then obviously you're touching what they touched. So, uh few people recommended that we actually bring our own travel wipes, mm-hmm. like the sanitary wipes. Oh, yeah. Um, and now, then- every time I go on an airplane, <laughs> I literally sit down, uh-huh. pull the travel wipes out, wipe the front and back and the seat back where the where the tray goes against the yeah. seat in front of you. I wipe it all down. I wipe the sides. The seat belts. Seat belts. The I buckles, wipe the everything. buckles, uh-huh. the air vent, the light, everything yeah. that I would touch. I wipe it all Do people stare down. at you like you're some weird... No, I've had some people look at me and be like, oh, oh, yeah. And then they pull their wipes out. Oh, look at you changing <laughs> yeah. the world. And other times people just, I don't know. I usually get on the airplane pretty soon, so... Oh, okay. I think people are just kind of walking by. They don't, right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that has... I don't think you've been sick like You're since right. we've been doing that. You're right. I haven't gotten sick as much. Right. And another part was, um, this was actually from a friend um, who was a nurse. She recommended that whatever you are wearing on the plane, when you get off the plane, as soon as you can, 
basically like take off those clothes and either wash them or if you're on a trip, like don't wear that again. Yeah. And I only do that when I come home because sometimes I'll get on the airplane and I have meetings right after when I land. So, right. Yeah. But I don't lie down in bed with you after. Yeah. Well, that's later (laughs) after the shower. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I don't want to. That's anyways. a different yes, episode. That is a different episode. Okay, uh, didn't mean to go there. <laughs> All right. So it's okay. Hot. The other thing that we do is uh, we found this amazing little package of vitamin C called Emergency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's been cool because it's a huge dose of vitamin C, but it has B12 and D4 and zinc and stuff. <laughs> it, it has whatever it has. To help you not get sick. Yeah, like a little immunity booster or whatnot. Yeah, and it's helped a ton. Even when we are sick, we'll actually take a couple of those every day, mm-hmm. and it actually helps our, our bodies get better. It kind of kicks it up yeah. the immune system a little bit. Yeah, so let's actually finish with layovers, and we'll be done for the episode. So when you're on a layover in between flights, uh, what are some things to do just to keep things interested and keep the kids engaged? Well. Um, I always believe in walking. So you got to walk, you got to stretch your legs. Um, some airports have great little kid areas that you can stop by and kind of play. Um, or if you know what, you guys can play a game. Hmm. So maybe take out, um, a piece of paper and do a scavenger hunt. So quickly jot down five or six things that the kids need to find at the airport. Um, I like that. Yeah. Scavenger hunt. Yeah. Yeah. So and do that or I've seen people do like an actual alphabet. Yeah, so okay. the kids have to find um, things in the airport from A to Z. That's pretty cool. You're saying yeah. Z now? Z. I, I don't know who what I am. <laughs> I don't know who I am. All right. Well, thanks again for listening in. Be sure to share your story with us at In Between Show on Facebook Instagram and Twitter if I can say Facebook. Uh, <laughs> but next episode is going to be fun. It's going to be fun because we're going to be talking about strengths in marriage. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've talked about strengths finder stuff here on the podcast yet uh, at length. Well, <laughs> have I? yeah, you did a little bit uh, in the beginning of grit. Yes. You oh, gave everyone right. a really good like appetizer. Mm. Um, and I wish we could have gotten into it more at that point because um, this has literally revolutionized our marriage. Yeah, it really so has. So we can't wait to share this with you. Yeah. So if you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to do so. It's free. Every episode comes to you right when it right when we publish it. And also, if you haven't yet left a rating and review for us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, we would deeply appreciate you doing so because we read every single one of them. It's great feedback and it does help Apple kind of see that people are listening to the episodes mm-hmm. and it'll Apple will actually share it with with all their people too. So yeah, thanks again and we'll catch you next time. This episode was brought to you in part by the Areopagus Podcast, two clergy of different traditions. Father Andrew Stephen Damick and Michael Landsman discuss encounters of historic Christianity with other religious traditions. How do we engage with those who believe differently? Listen wherever you get your podcasts.